welcome to or welcome back to Start Somewhere. I'm Brooklyn. And I'm Piper. And last week we had an awesome episode. We talked about Palm Sunday, the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. It was very um, informative and interesting. And we really hope you enjoyed and had a very happy Easter. And this week's episode is all about Psalm 104. Um, Brooklyn and I were doing a Bible study one day and got like we were trying to figure out where we should um like what book we should read and stuff and we got led to psalm 104 and so everything we were reading it just hit really close to home with everything that was going on that the past few weeks before we read about this so we're just gonna tell you what god told us and um it's just go through the scripture it's basically just everything about psalms 104 we're just breaking down the 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 are we going to do the whole chapter? It's short. Yeah, it's short. Yeah, we'll, we'll just break down the whole chapter, tell us, like, what we got out of it, and, um, yeah, kind of explain how we even came across this chapter, too. Yes. Do you want to do how we came across the chapter first? Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's do that. I kind of mentioned it in the last episode, but um, if you didn't listen to it, we basically decided to do a Bible study one night, yeah. and we were like, what do chapter do we even read like what book do we start with so we decided to go to the very beginning where the table of contents are and we're like let's put our finger down close our eyes and move our finger around the page and stop on three and see what we land on and so we did that and we both landed on psalms yes so then we went to the book of psalms and we were kind of just like where do we even like we're here at psalms like this is where we're supposed to be where do we like what do we read and so i kind of the first page i flipped to was psalm 104 and brooklyn didn't go to that page actually yeah i just went to the very beginning of psalms yeah but then um do you even remember how we got yeah so i was like okay let's flip our page so then i was flipping and then i stopped randomly and it was 104 she stopped randomly. It was something else, but she was like, I opened it to 104 so we could read that. Yeah. So that's what we did. And me and Piper, if you don't know us, we are really bigs, big with signs. Yes. So whenever we first landed our finger on the same one, we were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ever other Totally, like, 100%. Yes. We get the same, I don't know, visions, but like the same signs, but in different forms. But then we come together and it's like connecting puzzles of piece like puzzle pieces together and so sometimes i say i feel like our life is just one big puzzle piece and we're just putting pieces together yeah like in, but like really yeah, i feel like it is like god gives really each of us different things and then we come together and we know exactly what it means yeah so, and like in like um the book of genesis at least when we're talking with about it with each other because we just automatically know what it means yeah it's just crazy like god know or like he tells us. Yes. I feel like when we prayed, I never had a friendship or anything like this. Ever Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but I love it. And I was going to say something else. Um, at church today, um, like the whole like series, the sermon series, was about... I'm trying to find it real quick. It was so good. It was about... It was really good. It was a... Oh, the plan of God is in your yes. spirit. And I was like, dude, I'm always wondering, like, what is my plan? Like, what does God have for me? What's my next step? Step, But it's literally in your spirit. Like, he yes. tells you. Like, these small hints. Like, 
I need to go here in this direction. Yes. And he'll close doors for you, too, to stop you from and going in directions. And he'll open doors for you. Like, yes. God is so good. This sermon really hit me hard today. Me, too. I loved, I loved it. it. Yeah. The plan of God is in your spirit. Yes. That's awesome. So, And then it was like... Um, well, well, did did you write down I the, wrote down basically everything okay did you write down the unless we see the hand and plan of God upon our life cause I didn't finish that one um, and I thought that was so good I didn't finish writing it unless we see the hand and plan of God upon, upon our own life we will be consumed with the illusion that being someone else would be better yes and being so, someone else isn't better like you're called to be you like if you're not following god's plan you are literally consumed of the illusion you want to be yes oh like so, so also it says people have a tendency to favor their own opinion but if you're favoring your own opinion and it's coming from a worldly view you're gonna be wrong yeah like and it takes being in the truth to call out a lie yes Okay, Brooke and I had no good. plan to even talk no. about, but we, we were not about supposed to talk today. about this. No, but it's just too good not to share. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so also right here it says God wants you to read the notes He has wrote for you, and that is basically what we were, what we're about to do. Psalm one hundred four. Omg, it is it's just right in front of my face. Yeah, the Bible is our notes for how we should be living our life. Yes. Literally, our. Um, like step-by-step book of how to live oh my goodness you know what i just put together okay so psalm 104 is basically about the fires we'll get into that but right here it says god wants you to inherit things too but most of like he wants you to inherit the kingdom of god but also uh paul said today he wants you to possess things but when you possess things don't let the things possess you and so fires got burnt, houses got burnt down by the fires. That's good. That is so good. That's so good. I feel like he, wow. I got chills. Like, don't let the things that you possess possess you. Yes. And like, have don't control. be consumed by worldly things. Because, like, if you lose everything, like, what is that going to do? How yeah. much of yourself were you? you putting into those possessions yeah. instead of God? Yes that's good that is so good <laughs> i didn't even think about that until i'm reading these notes me either that is so good yeah me either we kind of mentioned it in the fire episode about materialistic things i think so i think we did yeah we did i knew this sermon spoke a lot to me today yeah and me too now i know it why really did. there was this um one verse that was so good um did you write down the verses at all? Yeah. I think it was in John, first John. Oh, first John five four uh first John chapter five verse four through five. Okay, I'm gonna go Because that's that. the only John one he did. Yeah. Because I just thought that was really cool. As we're flipping. As we're flipping through our Bibles. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know why, but I'm like obsessed with all things Bible related. Me too. I wanna be a Bible scholar. Like I wanna get new highlighters. I said chapter 5, verse 4 through 5. It says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. That's good. Yes, I know. Like, we should be, like, in, we're, like, God is already. One. God's over yeah he's, he's already won the world he's already victorious so why not we celebrate him every yes. single day like he's why won. not we be victorious with him 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Okay, I think Should we're we... ready to start yeah. with the 104. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find it again. That's so funny. Oh, this, no, this is the one. It's actually in Romans, oh. even though that was a good one. This is Romans 15, 2, 15, yeah, two. 1 through 2. 1 through 2. So it says, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but it, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Yeah. I love that. That was good, too. Also, we talked a lot about this. God wants you to build. Like, not just physically build, but, like, build souls. and Yes, and spread the good news. Because yes. who knows? Like, Paul like says God this all the time. The he says, right someone close to you is very, very far from God. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. If you think about it. The, like, people you hang out closest with, what do you go and do out with your friends? You go party, you do this, you only Mm -hmm. do certain stuff with certain people. And think about it. Are they, how close are they with God to you? Yeah. Because you are the most five people you hang out with. Yeah, you turn into the, Mm -hmm. because after hanging out with you, this is the most, like, consecutively days I've read my Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I've done it every single day for, like, two weeks now. Yeah. The most I've ever done it in my life. <laughs> I think it's because of you. <laughs> I know. That's funny. Yeah, but anyways, I love that it says the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Yeah. Like, find peace that God has taken care of it. I like that we talked about building today because the plan of God is in your spirit to build. And that's what God's doing in our community. He's rebuilding our community. Oh, he is. That's awesome. Wow, we went really off topic there. But with further ado, or without further without further ado, <laughs> here's Psalms 104. Okay, so we're just going to read. And then once we get to our note spot, we'll... Um, Let's just read it how we read it. How we read it when we were doing the Bible study? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like the little paragraphs? Yes. Okay. And then we'll talk when we do the notes. Yeah. Okay. If I mispronounce words, don't judge. Okay. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the cloud his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes wind his messengers and flame or wait he makes wind i'm so sorry what is going on he makes winds his messengers flames of fire his servants oh that's so good of course the one verse we need to talk about that's that is for real okay this is the best verse ever so psalm 104 verse 4 says he makes wind his messengers flames of fire his servants so and then we have we had an epiphany during this verse yes we We were like fire what does this mean yeah and all of a sudden god hit it with us well first we read it and we had to reread it because yeah first we weren't getting anything no did we come back to this didn't we read this and then we read obadiah and we had to come back 
Oh, wait, did we? We did. We totally skipped over this verse. I remember reading something and then we didn't understand because, look, what it meant. I, I forgot my pink pen, so I had to oh, write in orange. To, did we start with Obadiah? No, we started with Psalms. So, so we, we missed the beginning. No, we did get a little bit of it. No, I got I got some notes right Yeah, here. we did get some of it. Then we went back, read Obadiah, and then we realized we're like, that verse. So yeah. then we came back and we wrote more things <gasps> on it. I do remember that because at the end of Obadiah, it talks about fires also. Yeah. We 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 missed the wind part. Yeah. And then whenever we read Obadiah, we remembered the wind. Okay. So what we have for... What did you write for the notes? Okay. So basically, I'm not just going to read my notes. I'm going to kind of explain. Yeah. So each of us have a little light in us. Mm-hmm. Every single person. Some people have a huge flame. Um, some people barely even have a light flickering but what the light is is god's like spirit in you um so god is basically like the flame yes and i don't want to go into much detail because we'll figure that out later but um and we each have a fire so in this verse it says he makes winds his messengers so we are also the wind. If you think back at the carbon fire and you saw, visually saw how consuming and how huge and powerful and big and destructive these fires were, like you just see how much it consumes of how powerful it is. Yeah. And the wind only and made it stronger. And how hard it is to put out. It was almost impossible to put yes. out and contain. And the winds were just pushing it even further, further, consuming more land, more acreage. And that is the perfect analogy of how God works. Yes, of how we're supposed to be fishers of men. Yes. Like, so whenever you read this verse, think about those fires, but also think of yourself. Yes. So he makes winds his messengers. We, the messengers, are the wind that was blowing the fire yes like making it spread to other people yes and then the flames of fire his servants and those flames those little flames inside of us when a messenger tells that person the wind it just picks up the fire lights up yes and it becomes a flame and that flame becomes a servant and then they start being messengers so we're gonna i'm gonna tell you about obadiah really quick just really fast uh, there's only one chapter but it's verse 18 it says jacob will be a fire and joseph a flame so jacob is the father and joseph is the son so another anal- another analogy um god is the fire and we are the flames yes like Wait, read it again. Got what the verse? Yeah. Jacob will be a fire and Joseph a flame. Yeah, did you explain how Joseph is Jacob's son? Yes. I said that. I said sorry, I was the father and Joseph is the son. (laughs) And so it's referring back to God and us. We're the children. God is the fire and we are the flames. Wait, I I think you got that mixed up. No, wait, yeah. No. God is the flame. Yes. No. Jacob no. will be a fire okay. and Joseph a flame. Yeah, so God is a fire God and, is we, a are fire and we are the flame. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that good? Yes. Like, that's insane. And I didn't, like, we didn't realize we it. We didn't we're like, connect the dots. We're like, oh, Jacob and Joseph. I'm like, yeah. hold up. I'm reading Joseph and Jacob is Joseph's dad. Yeah. So, father and the son. 
or father, father and, and we the son. children yeah okay and another thing um yeah that's it just kidding yeah that's that too okay and he brought servants together yes and the carbon fire brought people together yes that's what i have written. is that all we're talking about with fire no but i mean this goes basically on to everything i think there's more about fire because another thing i like to mention is like once you start like spreading the gospel to people it's hard to contain just mm-hmm. like that fire was hard to contain everything about that fire goes with like god and us and the yeah. message once a fire is lit in a person like once they hear about god everything they're gonna do they're gonna question they're gonna start thinking and like the flame's gonna keep burning and it's gonna be extremely hard to put out and so then you just got to keep feeding the fire yeah you have to for the feed flame the to flame. grow yes i didn't even think about that you have to feed it with the word mm-hmm you have to you feed, have to feed your the soul. fire. You have to feed the soul. Like yeah. another thing, like people are like, I don't need to go to church. I read my Bible. But that's not enough. I know. Like you have to go to church. You have to feed your flame. Yes. <laughs> I mean, studying your Bible on your own is very good. Like you should be doing that already. But church is good too. Like you, church helps you be like, um, like you lean on your church family. Yeah. And like we. And like you get word from the pastor that like he preaches so like he's in tune with god and so you can go to church and you one day. learn stuff from yes. other people whether it be one verse you could go to church one day and your pat you could think that your pastor took like a look into your life and is preaching directly to you but really that's god telling your pastor what to talk about because you're his child and he needs you to hear something yeah and god works through people yes like like god works through brooklyn and i yeah and like in moses god told moses like i am sending you to save my people yes like what if god is asking you to go save someone yeah and you're not listening you have to be obedient you have that's what i'm working on this year is being obedient to god because i've struggled with it in the past but you even more about this psalm 104 is also about being obedient as i look over these notes yeah and like another thing like just looking at that fire was so terrifying because it could not be stopped and it was just so powerful Mm -hmm. like that's god that's god god cannot be stopped yes okay so let me go back he's even more powerful than the fire back to these notes today um it says don't let people it says stand don't let people sway you and then it says god never changes but you never stop changing wow (laughs) we just keep changing and he never changes yes he's the same yesterday today and tomorrow yes he yes that's why the only thing god cannot do is lie and he cannot mislead you he literally cannot lie. He is a sovereign God. Yes. And he, he will wouldn't keep his promise. You. He will keep you on like the path you're supposed to be on. Or he'll give you the opportunity. I really want to show you something, but I probably can tell you later. But it's totally like it's on topic, but off topic. I feel like we've gone off topic so many times. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, though, if you don't want to. Yeah. I want to, but then I don't okay i'm just gonna say because (laughs) i'm really curious but um while i'm trying to find this another thing is whenever the fire was coming everyone was absolutely terrified of what it could do 
All these people are terrified of us, of what we can do with God. If you think about it. Yeah. Like, all the, like, wicked, evil people in the world. So, going down to this. Oh, I found it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it's in Exodus 20, or 2, 24. It said, God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So, God looked at the Israelites and was concerned about them. You can't remember unless you forget. So, did God forget? (laughs) That's good. I know, because I was like, Peyton... It says, God heard their groaning. Like, so the Israelites are praying to God to free them. Yeah. And he remembered his covenant. So this kind of reminds me, this kind of... And, well, well, I'm getting to that he never breaks his promises. Yes. So, he had a covenant. And so in Psalm 104, it also says, um, let me just read this really quick. He set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. You covered it with the watery depths as with the garment with the garment the water stood above the mountains but at your rebuke the waters fled at the sound of your thunder they took to flight they flowed over the mountains they went down into the valleys to the place you assigned for them you set a boundary they cannot cross never again will they cover the earth so you said that and that reminded me of this this is god promising he'll never flood the earth again yes like this is a direct representation of god never breaking his promises yeah and he literally gives us a sign yeah and he's like here i made this promise and this is like a sign to you yeah this is me keeping it yeah it's so cool because he's so sovereign he is like he will not break a covenant or promise yeah because you know what's crazy is we sang a song today and it was like i've known god as the father god is my friend which one was it goodness of god i don't know what the song was but it was like i've known god as a father and i've known god as a friend oh yes like god is there to direct you but he's also like there to be with you yes as a friend and give you peace yes yeah and like also abraham god promised abraham descendants as numerous as stars yeah think about it we could be descendants of of abraham Abraham. (laughs) because as numerous as the stars think about how many stars there are and that is a covenant and promise that god made to abraham yeah i'm sorry but that's correct (laughs) (laughs) i love that and and he god calls himself the father of abraham isaac and jacob yeah why don't we call him that i'm gonna start calling him that (laughs) did you hear what the god of abraham isaac and And jacob did today (laughs) he gave me a sign that's too much i would get the names mixed up i know basically all of psalm 104 as i reread over it is about you trusting god and him fulfilling his promises yes and like another thing i'm also in moses now i already finished all of those but in genesis it goes literally from order of abraham's story isaac's story like so on yeah and then now i'm at moses and moses was like what is your name like what should i tell them your name is and he says i am who i am yeah he is the great i am (laughs) i love that yeah me too there's nothing else to describe that yeah there's no way to describe god he is like he he is i am who i am yeah okay also today as we're filming this is palm sunday by the way so is that kind of crazy 
That is that crazy. We're filming this on Palm Sunday about trusting God and like He is who He is, and like He did, He let His Son go for a reason. Yeah, He let His Son walk into that town. Like God, Jesus gave up Himself for us. Yeah, He gave up His one and only Son. Yeah. So that we could not perish and have eternal life. Yeah, so we wouldn't have to burn in hell. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so should we go on? Are you going to... Um, yeah. Uh, you want to read? Or I just read two, girl, no. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, which one do you want to read? Do you want to read the part where we're like the river of life? I or was just, we skip that? Yeah, I was just going to go... Um, to verse 15 or down to I was going to go to 10. Oh, 10. I just read 10. You did? 10 oh. through 13? Mm, that was the river of life part. No, you can read that. Okay. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. He waters the mountains with, from his upper chambers. The land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. So God literally fulfills every single creature on earth their needs like all the creatures go to the river because jesus is the river of life mm -hmm. that's but so good i, I want to start referring to him as the river of life i know but he, he literally is, is the river he, of life he is he gives you life jesus is life jesus is god is light god is love like, like if you think about it if you're in a survival a situation peace. and you are in the middle of a desert you are searching for water yeah that river is literally your lifeline mm -hmm. and jesus is your lifeline yes the river of so life <laughs> and like if you think about it every single creature on earth doesn't wonder where they get their food the next day no so why should we worry because god is going to provide for us even god is we the don't provider yes that's crazy if the creatures don't worry then why should we literally because when we have more resources yeah <laughs> and they go to their day-to-day -day life worrying about that day not about tomorrow like exactly they don't worry about how they're going to get food tomorrow they're just worried about how they're eating now and they don't even worry because god just gives it to them yeah he's just like here yeah eat my child he's alive <laughs> and like there was this one like jesus there's a verse it's like jesus is life so in heaven you don't have food you don't have water you don't have like sunlight and stuff because jesus lives there and he is your life yes he just gives you his life it's crazy do you want me to read next yeah he makes okay we're in verse 14 now he makes grass grow for the cattle and plants for people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens humans' hearts, oil to make their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts. The trees of the Lord are well watered, the cedars of Le Lebanon that he planted. There are birds, there the birds make their nest, the stork has its home in the junipers, the high mountains belong to the wild goats. The crags are a refuge for the hyrax. So that's basically saying that God provides is for, is going to provide for us even when we don't know it. Like, like he provides for the plants to live. Yeah, and this wildfire destroyed like half of people's lands. Like the grass is going to grow back greener mm -hmm. because God provides. Okay. Do you want to go on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. 
He made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away and they return to, they they return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work to their labor until to labor until evening. And so that is literally That's another good verse. Yeah, that is a good one. Okay, so when it says the lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God, Satan is the lion and we are the prey. Children of God are the prey for Satan. And so when it's dark, when it's nighttime, like in our demon episode, that's when Satan seeks for his prey. Yeah, it literally says, you bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. Yes. That's when Satan prowls. Yes. And then it says, the sun rises and they steal away, so they go away, they return to their dens, and start again when it turns night again. That's why it's, like, another thing, like, nothing good happens after midnight. Yes. Or even after when it's dark. After dark. <laughs> nothing good happens after dark. That's, I wonder why that's why so many, like, creepy, that's crazy why, stuff happens at night. Yeah. Kidnaps, rapes, like. Murders. Murders. It's all Satan. I know. And another thing that I thought was interesting was it said he made the moon to mark the seasons. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's where the seasons came from. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> That is crazy. I never thought about that. Like, we read it, but I didn't think much of it. Like, he made the moon to mark the the seasons. Wow. So, the seasons, he only made the moon to mark them. That's cool. I know. (laughs) That's so weird. You know what? This could be totally wrong, but I'm just thinking. So, you know how it says, God makes the darkness tremble? Yes. Well, um... They, maybe Satan stays in the dark because God is light. So when it's light outside, God is light. That would make sense, though. Yeah. Because. But God still makes the darkness tremble, but it's like. With his light? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, wow. I wonder if it is with his light. I don't know. But, like, it's crazy that Satan I mean, only could, seeks for his prey at night. Well, it could be metaphorical and yeah. it could be, like, literal. literal. But also, we... But I think it's both. Yeah. When God's in us, we are the light also. Like, when we have the Spirit of God in us. <laughs> Try not to make a lot of noise. That was just a food for thought. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Do you want to go on to the next one? Yeah. Um, how... Okay, we're in verse 24 now. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Levithon, which you formed to frolic there. There's so much crazy stuff in yes. this. Yes. <laughs> Like this kind of goes back to what we said at the beginning is you are good as your own person, not someone else, because God made you you for a reason. Yeah. And like the first verse says, oh, or how many are your works? God's works are literally countless. Yes. Think about every single person on earth. Like in each person has some sort of dreams or feelings Mm -hmm. or something signs from God that's a lot of works 
<laughs> we're just a simple plant growing out of the ground in the desert. Oh, that was a good analogy, Brooklyn. Was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good work. Yeah. Like, that's how, countless. Countless. You can't count them all. That's good. Okay. I'm very excited on this episode. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, did you have anything else for that? Because I have a lot of notes for this one. Oh, no. I was just, I just put that God made everyone and everything for a specific reason. Yeah. And, um, like, it says, like, the sea is vast and spacious. Yeah, so at the very end where it says... There the oh. ships go to and fro in Levithan, which you form to frolic there. Guess what a Leviathan is. It's a sea creature. It's a seed monster. Look it up. L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N. Literally, it's a sea monster. So sea monsters are real. I know. I literally I literally thought it was a place. And I was yeah. like, oh, where are yeah, the ships going? Where are the ships going? Where is Levithan? <laughs> And it was like, there is no where is Levithan, it's what is Yes, Levithan. and it's a giant sea monster, yes. and the ships are going to and fro, and the Levithan is frolicking there. Yeah. On We were stumped on this verse I know. for a while. And, like, was it a metaphor? Yeah, I know. That's what we were confused. Like, yeah. We, I don't know. We sat and, like, thought over twenty verse 26 for a long time. That, that's just crazy to me. But, like, even with the creatures beyond number, like, every single creature beyond number was created for a purpose. Like you were saying. Yep. Think about how many little sea creatures are in the ocean. I know. We don't even know about them. Mm-hmm. And they have a purpose. Every like, single one has how, a purpose. Yes! And how every single person you pass by... Okay, do you remember that verse that I said the other day? While we were doing this Bible study, it was like, how precious must a soul be if Satan and God... Or if God and Satan are both chasing after it. Think or about that. Like repeat that. it. Just repeat it. How how precious is a soul if both god and satan are after it every That's single deep. person you go by pass by is someone from god they're a child of god and god is seeking them and satan is seeking them so that's so good uh, yeah and like think about the little tiny creature the fish that clean the teeth of the giant whales that eat the algae off of them they have a purpose to eat the algae like, no matter how little the purpose is, it's a purpose. Yeah. The Basically, this whole thing just makes you, like, rethink how you live your day-to-day life. Like, everybody has a purpose. Like, what if your we purpose... We are all precious to God. What if your purpose was to tell this one person about God? Yeah. And save him from hell? Yeah. Or you wouldn't be saving him. God would. But yeah, he would but be using you. You would be the fire yeah it's flame the wind the messenger yeah okay let's go on to the next one because we could talk about that forever okay all creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time when you give it to them they gather it up when you open your hand they are satisfied with good things when you hide your face they are terrified when you take away their breath they die and return to the dust when you send your spirit they are created and you renew the face of the ground how good is that? I want to skip to the very That's really end. good. Yeah, me too. Verse 30, when it says, 
when you send your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. That reminded me of a baptism reference. Because when you getting baptized, you're dying to yourself and then coming up and God's renewing you. So he's renewing. He's making you alive again. Ground. Yeah. He's like, not necessarily killing, but your old self was dying. You have in to die to your yourself new self. and live for God. Yeah. Like, you're a whole new person. Yeah. Like, you're washed away, completely white and pure. Yes. Because God washed away your sins. But all this, it even says when you hide your face, they are terrified. Like, that sometimes is when I'm not feeling God, like, when I don't think he's near, I am terrified. Like, I get yeah. scared. When we don't see God's works mm-hmm. in our life, we get scared. Yeah. We're like, where is he? Did I do something wrong? Is he gone? Like, yeah. No, even if you don't see God, he is still working in the midst of everything. Like, during the fires, I'm sure nobody saw God. I'm sure they're like, where is he? Like, why would he? Even Macy said, why would he let this happen? But even though that was God working, I wholeheartedly believe that he, the fires happened for a reason. And so, though we might not have seen God, he was there in the midst with us the entire time. I totally agree. As for me, I just saw how powerful fire really was. <laughs> and how, how God, God really is. How God powerful, like, how yeah. he is. But, yeah, I just thought it was, like, crazy when we don't see him. We get scared. Mm-hmm. But when we are here, we almost ease up. Yeah. When he's here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, verse 31 and 32 is also talking about we are also supposed to fear God. Um, may the Lord or may the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, he or who touches the mountains and they smoke. God, we fear him to do good and darkness trembles in fear. Mm-hmm. He looks at the earth and it trembles. Like, is that not crazy? Okay, so I saw this thing. Think about it. God is the most powerful thing in the entire universe. Mm -hmm. At any moment, he could just wipe out civilization. He could wipe out everything. He's already done it once. Yeah, he could literally just snap snap his fingers like Thanos and destroy everything in the entire universe. Because he can. And the waves of the sea listen to him. Like... He could do that at like, any God moment. Is powerful. So Almighty, why should we like, not fear him? Yes. Why are we lollygagging around? Literally. If okay, in the Bible it even says that the wind and the sea listen to him. The waves listen to him. So even the stinking water. Well, he could destroy yeah. all of that. Why why don't we listen to him if something as little as waves as water and the wind listen to him? Why don't we? The earth trembles. Yes, the whole earth. <laughs> Is that not crazy? Because they're scared that he could destroy yes. them at any moment. Yes. And there's this um like be obedient to God, live for him. Literally, there's this story that we read in English class literature and it was um I don't remember, but it was the fear or something of God. Uh-huh. It literally scared the crap out of me because, like, it literally describes God as someone to be scared of. Yeah. And if you think about it that way, you could scare a lot of people into Christ. It sounds terrible, <laughs> but you could. <laughs> like, yes, we are to fear God, but as sometimes, like, 
you don't need to fear him either because he's a loving like a loving father like, he's gracious that's why yes. like he's not uh, destroyed us yeah he's not the destroyer <laughs> <laughs> the destroy uh, that's an inside joke but yeah but it's just crazy like, like god is that, someone you should also fear so like it's when a you're good not fear living, it's, yes. it's not like a scared yeah. it's like it should make you question almost your it, it almost, should humble yes. yourself yes you should like, humble yourself before god every day yes it's a humbling experience because god could just destroy everything at any yeah. moment but but and you should fear chooses, him for that like at the end of the day he chooses where your soul go- goes like when you die if you're not living for him you're not going to heaven like he he makes that decision like i mean do you know what i'm saying yeah like i mean you you make the decision you make the you decision make the if decision. you want to live for christ yeah. or not but if i don't know i guess it's his i don't know i don't know where it's going to that <laughs> i mean like it's his decision i mean it's your decision but in the bible if you make the wrong decisions, you're not going to heaven to be with God. Yeah. And he chose that way. He Yeah, he chose, he it, that chose way. it that way. Yeah. God is crazy. I know. Like, he's just so powerful. Okay, we are almost done. You want me to read or you? Um, I can read. Um, it says, we're at verse 33. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. So you you spiritually need to think about him day and night. Yes. Like all throughout the day. You need to meditate on his word, on verses. And and rejoice. Like yes. thank him daily. Mm-hmm. It honestly helps me a lot. Yeah. When I'm feeling, I didn't used to do this, but when I'm stressed or I have something on my mind that I can't just get off, even if it's something so little as, I don't know, let's just go with how my hair looks. Like, I know that's so silly, but sometimes I'm just feeling down on myself and I pray about it. And then I'm like, you know, I'm this creation that God made. So why would I shame myself when he think when he calls me beautiful yeah. and loved? It's so awesome. Yes, it like, could be. It could be something so little. On. Yeah, like you just pray to God. And and if I get in my car, I'm like, God, thank you for my car. Yeah, thank you for this house. Like, thank you for my Bible. Yeah, just just like, thank, thank Him, for, and it really changed yes. your perspective. Once I start thanking Him, it's so hard to stop thanking Him because I just start thinking of everything that He's given me, because everything I have is from God. Like. And he's once, given everything to and me. once you start reading and thinking about him and praying like the next day if you haven't done it yet then you like need it you're wanting it it's just yeah. crazy how that works but do you have anything else i don't think so yeah we just read the whole chapter psalms 104 um so yeah that's um next week's episode is gonna be about homosexuality and transgenderism transgenderness okay (laughs) i want to say it's mostly a rant but we're gonna be bringing biblical verses in here um and just kind of explain it that way yeah 
Okay, so... While also ranting. I'm going to say this so that when we're editing this podcast, we'll remember. Maybe saying it out loud, I'll remember. But I think we should talk about Disney a little bit. Oh, within the episode? Also, yes. I saw today that... 100%. They had, they had a Nickelodeon whatever, and guess who didn't get invited? D- JoJo Seawall. And oh, I'm thinking because heck she... yes. I know. Good for them. I know. It's not good for kids to look up no. to a role model that is gay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she just What do you mean, well, yeah. She just flaunts it too much. Like, if you're gay, you don't have to go and tell every soul I don't, that... Well, and I mean, I think it's wrong. Being her, gay is wrong. Her specific audience is children. children. That's you what I'm saying. You should not be preaching to, Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Like, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like, but, if your specific audience is children, save that for somewhere else. Don't yes, even and bring it's not it in concert. Your, it is not your responsive... It's not your job or you don't even have the right to talk to someone else's kid about being gay exactly like if it's not your kid don't talk about it like if your boss at a job got you in their office and was like hey i need to talk to you about sexuality sexuality yeah like i think you might be gay or something yeah that would be sexual assault and (laughs) hr would have a fit why should we lower the standards to teachers and kindergartners oh yeah we're gonna talk about the new florida bill too Okay, we're talking about all that next week. You do yes. not want to miss it. It's going to get Clearly, intense. Clearly, we're very um, opinionated on it. Yes, very. But because we're they're children. Not, yes. Think about we it. We have to save our kids. <laughs> think <laughs> about it as hard as you can. When you were in kindergarten. Were you thinking about sex? You were, were you thinking, thinking about what color you wanted to color your coloring page. Literally. Like, you were like, oh, I think I want to learn how to use scissors. I want to cut my hair with scissors. That's what kindergartners are I'm thinking getting, about. I'm not shaking. Sex. I'm getting so Triggered. I know. I'm getting stressed. What sicko, wicked, evil person <laughs> wants to talk to a five-year-old child Literally. about sex? Yes. I'm sorry, but <laughs> and when? Oh goodness! I gotta save that for. <laughs> okay, let's. I need okay. to stop myself. Okay. We hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, we definitely said some things that we didn't think we were going to. Um, like towards yeah. the beginning, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was great. I think God was flowing through us. I do too. <laughs> Start speaking. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, we really hope y'all enjoyed, and we will see you and like. Oh yes, like, share, subscribe, give us a five star rating. And, yeah, please give us five stars. It really helps out the algorithm. I think we have like thirty, but yay! <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Instagram at bp dot start somewhere. Yes. XOXO, XO, Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Piper. Piper.